Welcome to Kicking It With The K-Train, talking with people who help me keep an eye on my vision. Hey everyone, my name is Kyle Kuhn. I'm a totally blind US Paralympian author and speaker. Um, I've been pretty fortunate to live a full and adventurous life. Um, you could say that I have been pretty successful, um, but I definitely could not have done it without the help of some really incredible people. Um, so on this podcast, I'm going to introduce you to many of the people who have helped shape me into the person that I am today. Um, and you know, these are the people um, that really help me keep an eye on my vision. And maybe through hearing their stories, uh, they can help you as well. So let's get started. Huge shout out to my personal partners who help support my adventure athlete career. Um, massive, massive thanks to Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba. Um, straight from the freezer to either the grill or the stovetop, you guys. Um, I've been eating Bubba's for over 20 years. I mean, that's the majority of my life. And hands down, this is the best burger out there. So go check out BubbaFoods.com and uh, check out the store locator to see where you can get your favorite variety of Bubba today. Thanks so much to Infinite Performance Nutrition. Um, take your nutrition personally. Hydration and protein, um, custom tailored for your unique recovery, uh, tastes, sweat rate, um, you know, your training, your goals, you know, and, and your lifestyle. Um, you guys, I, I've been using Infinite since uh, before the Paralympics in 2021, and right now I can't imagine using uh, anything else. Um, they keep me fueled through every workout and every race. So uh, check out infinitenutrition.us, I-N-F-I-N-I-T, nutrition.us, and uh, use the code COON15, that's C-O-O-N-1-5, for 15% off your order. Discover your adventure with Cycles Chinook. Um, you guys, Cycles Chinook delivers an exceptional experience uh, through inspired design, personalized approach, and a shared love of riding bikes. Um, you know, guys, I, I can personally attest to this. I, I have been riding a custom built um, Chinook time trial tandem since 2019, and their passion really is um, encouraging exploration and delivering adventure. Um, so you know, check out cycleschinook.com. That's cycles, C-H-I-N-O-O-K.com. And um, you know, go let them help you um, find your adventure. And uh, let them know that uh, Kyle Kuhn sent you.
Hey, everybody, welcome back to Kicking It with the K Train, talking with people who help me keep an eye on my vision. And uh, not going to lie, I'm uh, pretty excited to chat with uh, this, next, uh, this next guest uh, because he is the guy that actually gave me the nickname uh, K Train um, and is my, my good buddy. Uh, the Reverend, the one and only, the Reverend Will Fisher. Will, welcome to Kicking It with the K Train, man. How's it? Uh, how's it going? It's going well. That, well, no. Let, let me rephrase that. In spite <laughs> of everything else, it's going well. Yes. Uh, so I, I, one of the, uh, I, I knew you were uh, available to do this podcast. Uh, because you're uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, hobbled with a uh, with a little a little ankle injury because um, you're uh, just a, a badass and, and and a broken leg. So yeah, and, and a broken leg. So yeah. you know, <laughs> but uh, but so but uh, I figured um, you know we could uh, you know take your mind off the uh, the old injury and uh, you know just uh, do a little bit of. Little bit of reminiscent about um, you know some of uh, some of the adventures that that we've had, but uh, but but really what I what I kind of want to start with is um, I want to you know really let you know our our listeners kind of get to know you a little bit, and um, so like why don't you kind of take us back like you know what is what is your background a little bit uh, you know you know, back before you, uh, you know, before you became a, you know, a, a, you know, a runner, a triathlete, um, you know, even before you, you know, kind of became, uh, became the reverend, uh, like well, take us back to what's, what's your background a little bit. Sure. Um, so I'm an Episcopal priest. I'm, a, I've been ordained, um, getting close to 20 years now. Um, uh, yeah, actually, it'll be 19 years in a, in a little bit. So, wow. uh, yeah, th th that's why, I, you know, and I, I married a woman from Queens. So it seems like the, the, the moniker Reverend Run, uh, which is, I, I don't remember who gave it to me, but uh, mm -hmm. I acquired that when I moved to the Roaring Fork Valley back in mm -hmm. 2013. So a uh, little bit of background. Um, I've, in, I've been doing hardcore endurance sports since I was a freshman in high school. And the hardcore endurance sport that I started was rowing. And, you know, I played, uh, growing up in Buffalo, New York, played youth hockey, uh, picked up uh, football and lacrosse in eighth grade. I decided after uh, eighth grade that I wanted to try maybe a different spring sport because I, I had to do a sport each each term in high school so I started rowing and right away I fell in love with the sport it was uh you know it was like the last day in March in 1987 it was uh cold gray it, I think it even snowed uh it shouldn't have been a fun day but I, I don't know how to describe it I just loved it right right off the bat um and so I pursued that all through the rest of high school, mm -hmm. uh, making the U.S. Junior National Team back in 1989. Mm -hmm. 
got to compete against some countries that don't exist anymore. <laughs> and then uh, I, I was recruited and then uh, by a couple of colleges to, to go row for their heavyweight crew, uh, even though I was a little undersized as a heavyweight at, you know, six two. Um, I, I ended up choosing Brown kind of for the same reason I chose the sport of rowing. I, I just fell in love with it right away. Uh, first, first, first moment setting foot on campus um, and competed uh, all, all four years there. Uh, my senior year, um, every boat in our program went undefeated. Uh, wow. Something that had only been done a couple times previous and once since. So um, I, I, I worked in banking for a little while and decided I wanted to, to try and make a senior national team. Um, so I, I quit, quit that. Um, but you know, I rode out of uh, Riverside Boat Club for a couple of years um, where I, I, I met a coach who you got to meet when we went out to Ironman Arizona. I, about I did. Uh, yep. So Iskra Velanova, and she had been on four different Bulgarian Olympic teams in rowing, yep. uh, and quite a character too. Uh, <laughs> but also, you know, she, she was not my first experience with, um, you know, with, with, with overseas athletes. Um, mm -hmm. I'd had a number of teammates from overseas in my my college days. In fact, uh, my senior year, we had nine uh, Olympians on that team. Wow! And so that that'd be like playing on a college football team with uh, eighteen uh, future draft picks. Wow! <laughs> so so it, it was a very stacked program, including yeah. you know. Guys that 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 because they won their fir the first world championship medal in any sport for um, an independent former Yugoslavia, they have their own postage stamps and stuff. Wow. <laughs> um, so um, anyway, uh, and, and I think one one of the great lessons that and I. I I think one of the neat things about sport, uh, especially in the context of uh, high school or college, mm -hmm. but I think it's also true, uh, you know, after your formal education is ended, mm -hmm. uh, sport is very much education. You know, you, you're, you're it, it, in a collegiate context, it doesn't matter whether you're pulling on an oar on the Seekonk River or, or, uh, trying to figure out, uh, you know, an acid base equation in a chemistry lab, yep. you're, you're making a, a mental effort under pressure. Uh, and with sport, of course, you've got, the, there's the physical effort as well, mm -hmm. uh, but it really is about making a mental effort. Uh, and one of the, the, the great things that uh, rowing at Brown a, a, as an educational rather than a, an athletic endeavor gave me was a laboratory for learning about focus, perseverance, mental toughness, overcoming adversity, uh, mm -hmm. giving, um, all of those things that are, are 
critical outside of sport, outside the workplace, outside the classroom, and so on. Um, but anyway, so I rode for several years for uh, Riverside Boat Club up in Boston. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got invited to train at the National Team Training Center in Augusta, Georgia. Yep. And uh, senior, you know, I call my senior year, <laughs> 2000, the 2000 season, I was injured for a lot of that. And I kind of knew I was not going to make the national team, especially in an Olympic year. Right. Uh, and I kind of was gradually transitioning to, uh, you know, post-sport life after that anyway. So um, I ended up getting sponsored by the church that I attended down there mm -hmm. for ordination. Mm -hmm. And I worked as a social worker as part of an internship program uh, out of the Diocese of Los Angeles, uh, the mm. Episcopal Service Corps, it's now called. Okay. And uh, I, I took up um, master's swimming ah. there. And so uh, I found out, oh, yeah, I'm a decent swimmer. I also did my first road marathon, uh, did the Los Angeles Marathon. I didn't really know how to train systematically for it. I would just go out and and run so so sometimes my training week was a whole bunch of long runs <laughs> but, but you know it's still you know i finished in three hours and 40 minutes so it was it was not hey, a bad maiden not a, maiden not voyage. A, not a bad maiden uh marathon time at all uh, you know so, considering my my first one was like almost six hours yeah i'd, I'd say <laughs> 40 was uh pretty solid yeah and and so when i when i uh went to seminary in uh, New York, General Theological Seminary, and if, for any of the for any of your audience who are Law and Order fans, yep, it's frequently uh, General Theological Seminary is frequently where they film the fictitious Hudson University on Law and Order. Oh, okay. Uh, and so when I was in school, they were frequently filming episodes of, of SVU. Oh, uh, wow! So I, I I got to meet Ice T. And, and uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, so, you know, during the summers, I wasn't in New York. Uh, and, and by the way, New York City is actually a pretty, it, it's not a bad place to, to be an endurance athlete. It's not a bad place mm -hmm. to be a triathlete because um, at least from Manhattan, uh, you've got big chunks of time where the, the Central Park Loop is closed to, to car traffic. Yep. Uh, it's a great place to just go and ride. Yep. I mean, it's the same six miles over and over again, but, you know, um, there's also, you know, you've got a, a bike path along the, the Hudson River Esplanade. Yep. So it's fairly easy to get up to the George Washington Bridge and go for long rides up Route mm -hmm. 9W, uh, you know, through Alpine, New Jersey and Nyack, mm -hmm. New York. And yep. um, you can actually go pretty far up to Hudson. Um, but anyways, the summer between my first and second year of divinity school, I was doing uh, what's called clinical pastoral education, where you're basically a hospital chaplain, and it's it's kind of the uh, you throw you throw you into the deep end and and, mm -hmm. and see if you can figure out how to swim, kind of pedagogy there. Okay. Um, but I also I, I met up with just people in Buffalo uh, Buffalo Triathlon Club, and I, I would do workouts with them a bunch. I did a couple of races and, and, and that was a lot of fun and successful. 
Um, and so did that the same the next summer. And then I just kind of, it, it just, it, it was a natural hobby to pick up mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, so I guess sport is not just education. It's also meditation yeah. for me. And, and in the 19 years that I've been ordained, the training and the competing has been not just a, a platform for, 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 for ministry, but it's, it's, it's been a terrific outlet. Um, it's been a terrific, for lack of a better explanation, it, it, it's, it's, it's a form of prayer. You know, mm -hmm. training is a form of prayer, especially when you're outside, but uh, inside works too. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I did triathlons, you know, an occasional marathon here or there. But, um, you know, for so for like the first seven years or so after seminary, I was predominantly a triathlete. Mm -hmm. uh, ended up doing a few... Ironmans, uh, had some good uh, age group wins in Olympic distance tries. Yep. So, you know, it was just, it was fun. I think I, I think I made All-American Honorable Mention a couple of times, um, which always kind of amused me because it seems like, um, it, it, it seems like it, it, that's like geared towards people who weren't satisfied with their high school football career. <laughs> it, it does kind of seem that way. Yeah. Anyway, I, um, so uh, I, I started getting into ultras in 2011 mm -hmm. when I had signed up for Ironman Florida, yep. uh, which is in early November. Yep. And uh, I, 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 you know, because the, the triathlon season in the Northeast doesn't start until, um, you know, it, 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 they sometimes start it as early as, as, as late May. Right. I've done a couple, I've done, there, there's this one half Ironman that I've done in late May a couple of times in Harriman mm -hmm. State Park. Okay. Uh, it's got a lot of, lot of climbing on the bike. Um, but, the, but, you know, late May in the Northeast, the weather can be pretty marginal. And yeah. uh, one, one year that I did it, it was just barely warm enough legally, you know, in USA triathlon rules to have a race. You know, the yep. water was like 55 degrees. And I think the air temperature was like 51 windy and hilly. rainy. And, and, well, and, and it was hilly. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, 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 I did the whole bike leg in, you know, like a jacket and gloves and knee warmers, you know, cause it was just so cold. Um, yeah. and, and, uh, but anyway, so, so because the, the triathlon season doesn't start till, till later, uh, I decided, yeah, I'll give uh, this ultra running thing a try. And I'd heard about the, the Bear Mountain Ultra, which uh, okay. for a while was actually, it was actually the North Face Endurance Series when that okay. was a thing. Yeah. Um, and, and there was this fun, but very technical and pretty challenging course. I, I ended up diving right in and signing up for the 50 miler. And uh, I, I just had a blast doing it. It took me, you know, almost 11 hours, but it was fun. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, like that, that's, that course is, is got, I think over nine, 9,000 feet of climbing uh, trails in the Northeast 
are, are pretty technical. They don't call it the Beast Coast for nothing. No, <laughs> they don't. Uh, that is awesome, man. So yeah, and so that so, was my uh, first ultra. Yeah. I done. I did that race a couple more times and did the Vermont okay. fifty. Yep. Uh, and then we ended up moving out to Colorado to here for yep. for six years, and that's when I I actually attempted my first one hundred miler mm -hmm. from you know back when, where we lived in New York, uh, and that was it. That was a DNF. I got to mile seventy five of the Angeles Crest one hundred um, before pulling the plug. Yep. Uh, but the next year I went back and, and crushed that, got it, got my finish. So, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I think what, 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 the reason why I decided, you know, one is that ultra running, you, you can prepare for a big burly race and it's not yeah. quite the time commitment as, a, as, as is training for, you know, to do well at Ironman. Right. Um, cause you only have to prepare for one discipline rather than three. Yeah. Um, but also I, I, the, the, the culture in the sport is, is very different. It's, it's much more collegial, familial. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's much more community. Um, I mean, the, the Leadville 100 is less like that, but all of the other right. 100s I've done and all, all the, the shorter races I've done, they very much had a community feel. When you yeah. do something like a hundred miler, um, afterwards you suddenly you now have like two hundred close friends who would give you the shirt off their back if, if yep. you needed. So, absolutely, yeah. So let's let's fast forward. Just I mean, not not too terribly far, but like you, I mean, you've done now, you know, what four or five hundred mile, you know, four or five six hundred milers, um, you know. 11 yeah <laughs> okay that's, yeah, that's probably I, short i have <laughs> given you a chance to brag on yourself uh but no <laughs> man like but uh, that's right you've done angel's crest now like four or five times twice. right i, I yeah, did attempted right, three times finished it twice right i finished right, the right. bear twice and then yep uh leadville western states wasatch yep bighorn run yep. rabbit run high lonesome Cascade Crest. Yep. Each each once. Yep. Awesome. So so like we're gonna go ahead and fast forward, you know, from like your 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 into the into the ultra scene. And then um, you know, along comes this uh this this blind dude uh into the into the Roaring Fork Valley. Um so <laughs> I I actually kind of want to hear your perspective on how we met and started, you know, kind of running together and, and how I, uh, somehow convinced you to come out of uh, triathlon retirement. You didn't have to convince me very hard. <laughs> it didn't take so, long. It was more convincing your wife, but you know, <laughs> true, true. Um, so, so my wife, Leanna, um, she ended up meeting your mother somewhere yep. or knew, I, I, I think she met your mother through Rob and Erica, maybe. That sounds um, about. It. So, the, uh, you know, I, I, she just mentioned that you're always looking for guides and so on, and I think the first time I guided you on a run was just kind of an out and back three miles on the 
Rio Grande path. And there, you know, there's still, still a little bit of ice. It was, it was, uh, might have been like in March sometime or something like that. It was, it was kind of gray and cold. Yep. And so I just remember meeting you at the, um, you know, I, I just hadn't thought through what, what would it, what would be involved in it. Um, yeah. So I, you know, it didn't even occur to me, oh, duh, he can't drive, he's blind. Um, <laughs> and, and so, you know, your mother showed up um, and you got out of the car at Basalt High School, and yep. then you you hand me this like nylon strap, and I was like, oh, "What what, what do I do?" <laughs> so I like pull you. So um, so yeah, so so we ended up going for you know a short, easy run, and I, I had to realize I realized very quickly that uh, this was very much not children's play. I had to be focused, sharp just mentally the whole time I had, to, I had to let you you know where you were the whole time what was ahead of you yeah. um it, it took it took some getting used to that so yeah. we might have done a couple other group runs before you had suggested doing um iron man florida or not florida arizona yeah um because i think it was sometime in it was after we, I had introduced you to trail running. We had done it like a yep. group run at Light Hill, or sorry, uh, Red Hill. Think, with, with yeah, the, we uh, ran up ran up Red Hill. It was the we it was did like, the, it, was like the, it was it was like the midnight run up Red Hill or yeah. something like that, right? Or the like uh, full moon run or something like that. So, yep, yeah, and realizing, oh yeah, going downhill is a challenge because, yeah. um, so, um. Yeah, so, so I, I think we were going up Basalt Mountain Road one time, and yep. you're you're like, yeah, I'm looking for a guide for uh, Iron Man Arizona and uh, <laughs> next next uh, you know or not next. It was it was yeah. six this six upcoming or November. Yeah, this upcoming yeah, November. Exactly. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I, I remember like my thought process. My very first reaction was like, no, that's crazy. I I, I will have done you know, hopefully finished Angela's Crest, you know, yeah. only a few months before in August. And, you know, with the recovery really only leaving me about, you know, two months to, to, to do any kind of bike or swim training. That's yeah. just a bonkers idea. Um, <laughs> but I remember by the, like, not even halfway through the conversation, I already kind of thinking through, okay, now how could I make this work? And yep. then realizing, like, all right, really, it's I, I just need to convince Liana and you know, my congregation because it would involve taking, uh, you know, a Sunday off from them. Sure. Um, and, but but it, but that part wasn't hard. Um, and so yeah, sure, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> and, and here's the here's the thing. Um, coming from a team sport background, rowing is is so intense of a team sport yeah because it's not like hockey or basketball or baseball or football where okay if if if, if one person's not there yeah the, the team's maybe not as good if they're a real if they're one of the better players mm -hmm. but the team can still go out and compete they can they can still go out and practice yeah that's not true with rowing no like everyone has to show up and in the race, you know, there's really no, 
Yeah, it's only two thousand meters. I say only two thousand meters. It's it's you know that's a, it's a six minute race in a college eight, and uh, the, the 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 quirk the quirky dynamic of team boat racing, especially in an, in an eight eight person shell, mm-hmm. is that the harder you pull, the lighter it is for the seven other teammates. Yep, and the harder they pull. The lighter the the the, lo- the resistance is for you. Yep. Um, and there's also a tactical advantage to be and a psychological advantage to being in front, yep. which is the opposite in a lot of other racing sports. Yeah. So it's not like running a mile in track and field, which is you know what it's sort sometimes been compared to, where you know you kind of try to duck in, but you don't want to be in first place. Right. You want to sit in it in like that top five and then. Yeah, exactly. Let, let, let somebody else break the wind for you. And then, you know, right about the time you get to the three quarter mile in that's physiologically where everyone hits a wall and that's where you just try to push through better than everyone else. And the thing is in, in, in college rowing in in a college eight, because of the dynamics I just mentioned, Mm -hmm. Everyone is is just it's it, it's like running. It's like running the one hundred. But then when you you get to the one hundred meter mark, you settle down and run four hundred the pace you would for a four hundred meter, for the rest of that mile until you get to maybe like the last two hundred, and then you try to run a two hundred. Yep. So it's like. You know, it, it, it is not, it's, it's not a, it's a sprint event, but it is a prolonged sprint. Yes. Um, and, and, and the way you control your exertion um, is, is by how many strokes per minute the, the crew takes. Yep. But, but the, the, the aggression right from the get-go is rewarded uh, yeah. in practice too. So you're, you're, really relying on the other seven people and the the other seven rowers plus the coxswain and, yeah. and, and they're relying on you um because if if any one of you know if any one of the the if any one of you crack then the whole boat cracks yep you know it, it, so so coming from a really intense team sport like that mm-hmm. um and, and you know, realizing that it's that intense team dynamic that creates, um, you know, not just a, a very deep social personal bond, mm-hmm. um, but it really it brings out it, it, it really calls forth your best effort, and, and quite often an effort that you didn't think you had, yeah. um, and simply you were forced to. Um, you had no choice. You couldn't let your you couldn't let your teammates down. They're some of your your best friends now, yeah. um, and so it's just piling on. You know, it's racing in, in a in a college eight is how much pain you can inflict on yourself, mm-hmm. uh, with the only consolation being that you're inflicting it on your opponents as well. <laughs> and, they have, and if they're going to beat you, they have to kind of double down, and yep. it gets into this like kind of psychotic poker game. Oh yeah, it's a close race. So, um, it, <laughs> yeah. So a quarter of the way into 
you know, in, in the mar in running a mile in track, you you hit you hit a wall three quarters of the way yep. in, and you break through, yep. uh, or you don't. And in in rowing, th that moment of truth comes much earlier. It comes, you know, five hundred a quarter of the way into the race, five hundred yep. meters. And it's it's not that you hit a wall; it's that you go into like a deep dark hole, and right. you really it, it, it's there's this chess match between your body and your mind where you just try to squeeze every little bit of power out of every stroke that's left um, until you cross the finish line, and, and um, you, quite often you don't feel the the pain until you cross the finish line, at least if you've won. Right. Um, and then, and then you, once you do, there's, there's a lot of adrenaline and exhilaration, but man, the burning sensation in your lungs, like in, in, in every muscle fiber, like yeah. I, there, there are races when, when sometimes I remember even feeling it in my teeth. It was, it was oh, yeah. like, uh, so anyway, um, the, the 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 sudden challenge with doing an individual sport like ultra running or triathlon mm -hmm. is that you you miss the, the the camaraderie you miss that that network of mutual support encouragement yep. and challenge yep. um and and accountability so um you know that like that's 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 hard and and, and I was much less serious. I'm much less serious about ultra running and triathlon yeah. uh, than I was about rowing. I, you yeah. know, I, I wouldn't lose sleep over like missing a workout if I, if I didn't feel like it, you know, um, or, 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 or like, you know, adjusting goals downward mm -hmm. <laughs> during a race. Sure. I've done it all the time. It's, and it's part one of the things you kind of have to do to all in ultra running. Um, sure. So, um, that, that was actually one of the, the, the enticing things about guiding. Mm -hmm. And th this is, I would, I would, for this reason, encourage any cyclist, triathlete, runner, any, anyone who, who has a blind or, or otherwise disabled athlete anywhere in your community. Um, it, it's so much fun doing these individual sports, but doing them as a team. Yep. So like I, I of all the, the six Ironman finishes I've had, Arizona 2017, hands down my favorite. So, <laughs> uh, definitely the most fun. Oh man, we we definitely had some uh we definitely had some fun at, at that at that race. So like yeah, go ahead. I, I, I your dad coming up to me after that hey Father Will, here's a beer. And I'm like <laughs> <laughs> like lightweight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I think that was both of us. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Talk us. Yeah. Talk us through the. Uh, talk us through the. Talk us through that. You know, Ironman Arizona 2017. Um, it was. Uh, it, it was. It was fun. We had a little <laughs> bit of a mishap. You know. Oh my gosh! Where's our tether? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I hard, hard to forget that one. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, they were still there spectating to see the swim yeah. start, but yep. um, yeah. So yeah, no, I remember, um, I, I think where, where, where we won that race was mm -hmm. about a hundred yards into the swim. Yep. We were going a little too, I, I think a little too frenetic. 
And I like whack you on the back. I was like, Kyle, lengthen out. Yep. And, and, and we, then we did. And I think we had a much more relaxed swim. And it ended up being a pretty reasonably fast time. It gave us yep. our, our first lead of the, uh, of, of the day against uh, yep. our arch rival hero, Matsusi. <laughs> last name again. Uh, I can't. I, Ma- Matsuhiro. I, I, Matsuhiro. Um, I can't remember his last I name. I can't remember his last name, but yeah, we everyone called him Hero. And, yeah, know, sure. that's an easy one to remember. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's uh, but but of course, uh, you know, we 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 can't leave we leave this out. Um, you are the absolute uh, biggest trash talker uh, in the world. Um, no one would expect this uh, of you, but like I I remember we're like that was part yeah, of the at, team culture at Brown. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. So like so I remember there was like even kind of playful joking and yeah. You know, so, but I, I remember I remember before the before the race, it's like the day before, you know, the race, like, you know, you know, you uh, I, I, you know, I, I meet you at your hotel and uh, you we stop by the front desk and, and you're like, hey, is there a is there a blind guy named Hero staying here as well? And they're like, oh, we're not sure, but I, I think so. And, you know, and, and you just lean across the desk and, and you go, well, if you see him, can you tell him he's going to get his ass kicked tomorrow? oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like i i like and no one would expect that of you but it, it's it's just so funny uh but i you know and it was it was you know you you had kind of thrown you threw down the gauntlet that day and you were like it's game on let's go <laughs> yeah. yeah well and that was so so we had a good swim um yep. i think about a half a mile to go or, or maybe a little less um, I caught an elbow from you. Oh, that's that's one thing. Guiding tri- uh, a blind or disabled triathlete is very enjoyable for a whole host of reasons, uh, but it does turn the swim into more of a contact sport than, than a triathlon swim otherwise is. Uh, okay. And it really is like, like playing an hour of water polo, but with no ball. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I caught an elbow from you right in the eye socket and knocked, you know, my goggles off so I couldn't really see so now we have like a almost blind person guiding a totally blind person I could see like a you know the fortunately the the big bright orange buoy where we make a left hand turn to go back into the ramp was like right there you know I could see that um but that was the only thing I could make out (laughs) I'm I'm glad you're telling me this like five years later (laughs) um and, and you know, the iron the, the swim in, in, in Tempe Town Lake, the water's kind of gross. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but but you know, um, so we, we, we had a, a good swim uh, that set the tone for the rest of the day. And you know, we got uh, just very kind of workmanlike on the bike, yep. um, methodical, make sure we stayed very much within ourselves, uh, hydrating, doing all that. Um, and every, every time we'd have the, every time there was a turnaround, I would pay, I would notice where, you know, how far past the turnaround we were. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'd remember that number so that when we get to the next turnaround point, we could s- compare that, like where we passed hero going the other way. Yep. Um, and I could see gradually over the course of the, you know, almost 
I don't remember what our time was. It was like around six hours or so. I think it was just under. It was like 540 or yeah, something like that. Something like that. So, so over the course of, of the next almost six hours, um, the um, yeah, I, was, I, I, I could see the, t the, the, the gap going yeah. up, which told us we're, we're adding to our, 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 uh, our, our advantage over, over hero. Um, yep. and I had, I was also, you know, I realized that the, the third, uh, VI PC person in our, in our group, uh, was not going to be a factor at least. Yep. They were far enough back of hero that, that, um, we didn't need to worry about them. So it really kind of became a, a, a tete a tete mano a mano yeah. um, against Hero. And then um, we kind of just took that mentality to the run. Um, yep. Business-like, uh, we just kind of focused on this stretch of pavement in front of us, getting us to the next aid station. Uh, when we get into aid stations, just making sure we kept our tanks full. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And uh, just being patient, letting the miles tick off, and yep. uh, yeah, I could see that they were they weren't coming back on us on the run. Yep. Uh, I think you know both. Given that that um, you know, I pride myself on um, a, a strong closing twenty miles or so in yep. in the hundreds that I've done. Yes, and and I you know you coming from a, a pretty strong running background. Um, I, I knew we, we we probably had the the wherewithal to not just hold them off, but to increase our margin, which we did. Totally. Yep. Yep. I just but, remember uh, the uh, my my lingering memory uh, of the run is kind of right right after it got dark. Yeah. Um, we only had like six miles to go, and we actually weren't hitting a wall. Um, no. Physiologically, we we're, no. we're 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 still doing good. We we I think we paced ourselves pretty well. Oh, yeah. um, we get into an aid station and <laughs> it's 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 not not an aid station this is right before that last aid station yeah no, no so, so, it was, so right before, yeah, it was right it was right around mile, like 19 or 20. yeah it was right yeah. it was right around that aid when, station when I, on I, I, I i took what i thought was a gatorade yeah um and it ended up being red bull and <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, my, you know, my body was just like, no, get this out of here. And, yep. and we didn't go more than 150 yards past that aid station. And I was like, ooh, this is coming right back up. Yep. Um, but then like a little bit later, um, two miles, I think it was, was it only like two miles to go? Um, Matt Miller and the base tent. Yep. So it wasn't an official aid station. It's just where, where they, the, 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 all the base people were hanging out. Yep. And, uh, you know, I think Matt offered you, uh, hey, you guys want a beer or something? And, and, and like, he's like, I, this is when I knew that you were on the same brain, for, you know, the same brainwave as me. Yeah. Probably was like, fuck you. We're going to go under 12 hours. So we just kept going. Um, we, we saw it after the finish, I think the next day. But um, oh, yeah. yeah, so then, you know, we, we just kind of, ran it in and, and and you know when we got inside the last you know mile and a half uh we were able to kind of pip the pace up a little bit yep. uh, probably wasn't as fast even as like the, what we were running our first or second mile uh but effort wise it you know we we're it felt like our, our we we're our, our closing sprint um, oh, but yeah. i remember like 
I, we were at least we were a good half a mile out from the finish still, yeah. and I could hear the you know the finish. I could hear them talking about us. Yep. Um, from that far away, and you know, in the, in the previous five Ironman finishes, you know, it was, don't get me wrong, it's fun finishing an Ironman. It's exhilarating. It's an achievement. Um, but you know, like yeah, it was some polite, polite applause from the smattering of people that are there at the finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it was fun. It was there was some cheering, but yeah. not like what we experienced, you know, in Tempe that night because, like, from half a mile out, you could hear people cheering. Yeah, and um, the like when we got, I could not hear a thing because. Like once we got into the point two miles to go, I could hear, is it Mike Riley? Is that the guy's name? The the finish yep. line announcer? Yep. I could yep. hear him you know, saying, you know, and, and, and this, this looks like it's going to be the, the eighth fastest or ninth fastest, you know, visually impaired Ironman ever. Um, so like, this is a big deal. And, and then after I, 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 something, I'm paraphrasing him, but basically yeah. after that, I couldn't hear a thing because it was just noise. It was like fan noise the whole way yep. in. Yep. And then when we, like when we actually crossed the line, it just like erupted. I was like, the last time I'd heard that much noise was that like, you know, like a, a, a Sabres game or something like that. Yeah. It, you know, it was like that kind of just de almost deafening. I couldn't hear you. Um, you like practically tackled me. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I definitely tackled you. Uh, sorry about that, <laughs> but uh, dude, it was, it was so like, it, like we were, we were both so pumped up at, at, at that. Cause yeah, I mean, like it was, yeah. well, that, uh, and that, was, that was my fourth fastest Ironman. Yeah. Uh, it was a good, um, hour faster than the previous time I did Arizona. Um, yeah. Eight years earlier yep yeah no i mean just just what a i mean what a night that was like for for both of us i mean it was a little we were both a little chilly afterwards uh i think uh you know but you know and uh i remember you you know kind of you know puking up a little bit more in the uh in the recovery <laughs> zone but uh yeah but man oh man what a um ah uh, man what a what a night uh and then you know uh, you know and then um I, th I think you retired from triathlon again uh, after that that night but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh but you've you've gone on to you know just you know, you know tick off some tick off some more hundreds and um you know you know I, you know well, I, I think it's, it's one crazy. thing we should mention, we, we did it, we, you know, in addition to like our regular kind of sports specific training, yeah. uh, we had a, a fun team building workout uh, when we did beer stat. Oh, so that yeah. was my, that was your third 14er and my yeah, 14er like finisher. Yeah. And so it was like fun. And, and that was, you know, that actually kind of built our, our there's definitely like a, a Venn diagram overlap. Yep. Of oh, triathletes yeah. and people who climb 14ers. Oh, totally. And so, you are that us summoning beer stat on yep. Labor Day weekend. Yep. Uh, that definitely like built up the the the, the reputation in the among the uh, Boulder triathlon crowd. <laughs> like oh, they yeah. heard about that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Anyway. So, oh man. 
But, I, uh, I, and I have to, I, again, apologize because, you know, like, here, here's the thing about people who aren't disabled trying mm -hmm. to understand people who are, regardless yep. of their disability. Yep. Um, at a cognitive level, we can understand what it's like. Sure. Um, but it's like at a visceral level, at, at, you know, where, where we actually internalize understanding, oh yeah, when we really realize all that, like one of the, the gifts that I think you give to your guides is that deeper understanding, that deeper awareness. Um, and of course I, I, I'm now, kind of relearning that, um, th though I guess more with like physical disability, yeah. suddenly realizing uh, now that I've got to be walking around on crutches for a little yep. while. Yep. Um, oh yeah, there's a whole bunch of, you know, like the places I go to shop, the, the, the church, the congregations I've served, you know, I've, I've yes. always prided myself that, oh yeah, you know, we're handicapped, accessible and everything. But yeah, no, not, 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 not. Or actually, not not quite the way I, I initially believed. Yeah. Um, and, and so, like, we, and, and you know, I have to, I still have to apologize for, for walking you off the uh, the edge of the of the awards platform um, <laughs> the next day. Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> you know, it, well, it, it, like I was, I've because you know, I, I accounted, I had left enough space for you to go up the stairs with me, yep. Yep. but not sky oh right, and so right sky basically because i didn't account for that sky ended up like pulling you kind of off to the side a little bit <laughs> so uh, all three of us because we're all attached <laughs> yep. all, all took a spill um it's all good so but, but yeah there there's you know like i i you, when you told me that about some of the obstacles you faced as a blind individual, mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I, I, I could cognitively agree with them, um, yeah. but couldn't really appreciate them into, until guiding. Yeah. Um, and it's it's made me a better pastor, and I hope a better human being. Um, when when I've, I've had to deal with people who've either had a physical or, or, or sensory um, mm -hmm. disability. Yep. Um, and, and it's made me, I think a little, a little bit less of a pity partier um, the past four plus weeks now that I'm not sure. mobile. So um, yeah. <laughs> but so yeah. I, I, I think the other gift is of course having, you know, it was an individual sport, but, but, you know, for that one time, yep. we got to do it as a, as a team sport and that was just a blast. Yeah, so was... I'm, I'm, I've already got run rabbit run 2025. <laughs> you know it, man, you know it, you know it. That yeah, is, you, uh... might, you might not, you might not consent to that, but. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, dude, you, dude, you, you know, I'm like when I, when I initially, you know, came out to Colorado. Yeah, it, it was I, like I was doing triathlon, but you know, you know, mountain running is. I mean, that's that's where my that's really where my my passion is, and and I think that's a, that's a passion we we both share. And like I, I know, like you know, I, I like I mean, do you were you were we were laying we were laying plans to do 
you know, whether that be Ron Rabbit or Leadville or, you know, some, you know, some crazy, you know, hundred miler, uh, you know, for me, like, you know, way back before I, you know, before I, uh, before my triathlon career kind of, kind of took off, but like, yeah, no, this, uh, you know, this, this, this competitive, this, uh, just to make sure like in case there's there there's grown-up responsibilities like jobs or stuff like that but well i mean come on yeah it can, it can definitely be done with with job like i, I yeah you know, full-time job during my all my finishes I, yeah. but yeah but no i mean so yeah you know you know that you know that hundred miler is is going to happen and yeah i i you know we i think we both have our, our eye on run rabbit 2025 um but we got to take care of a little a uh, little bit of business in paris uh before that yeah, <laughs> but uh but yeah so you know so so what so let's go ahead and just you know shift gears real quick well so what what's kind of next for um for you and you know so you know unfortunately you um you know broke your leg, broke your ankle, you know, all, all that. Uh, and you're doing some, uh, some, some uphill, uh, up and, you know, uphill skiing and, you know, all, you know, some, some touring and all that. But, um, you know, you're, I know you're looking at, you know, I, you know, you've got a, you've got a plan to, to get back to, to full health. And, you know, I know you are a planner and, uh, you, you know, I, I know you've got some, some ideas and stuff that's, uh, percolating, in the background. So, so what's kind of on the horizon for you? Well, I'll, I'll start by saying what was on the horizon prior to yeah. <laughs> December. So I was, I was planning on, you know, gradually building the run volume, mostly with, you know, short road runs through, through the winter, getting in a lot of uh, elevation on the skis as well, yep. going up Ajax, tie hack, you name it. Yep. Um, doing power of four with, uh, with Kyle Young, yeah. um, not blind Kyle, and <laughs> uh, but obviously that that that's now not going to happen. Um, yeah. I was also planning on doing a few of the kind of short trail ultras. I, I'm a big fan of the Mad Moose and Gemini events in uh, Fruta and Moab. Uh, yeah. It's just those are great spring races. Yeah. Uh, you often get nice sunny weather. Uh, not too hot, but it's, and, and that's usually when you're just starting to get sick of the mud here. Yeah. So, um, and then planning on doing a, a big a, a, a bookends of the summer 100s. So Bighorn in June and the I'm Tough 100 in September. That's now, in Idaho, right? It is. Yeah. So, Obviously, I'm not doing Power Four with Kyle Young. Obviously, yep. I'm not doing uh, Red Hot Moab. No. Um, most likely, not doing any either the, the uh, Behind the Rocks or Desert Rats. Yep. Um, the doctor seemed to think I would be uh, back running by the end of April, early May. Okay. Um, so. But that's probably not enough time to, to get a decent amount of run volume, at least enough where I could do the Bighorn 100 and not get injured. Right. Uh, so most likely, I'd say uh, 
70% likely that bighorn is not going to happen for me as well. Right. Uh, but should be back in action for summer trail running and a September 100. So I'm still planning on doing the I'm tough. Nice. So. Awesome. Awesome stuff, man. Well, you know, I, I so like one, know, of, the, one of these days, the hard rock lottery is gonna gonna work out for me. <laughs> one of these days, it will, man. One of these before days I get it... too old for it. Ah, come on, man. There's you know, there's sixty and seventy year olds that are that are crushing hard rock. You'll 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 you'll, you'll you'll be just fine. You'll be just fine. Fifty two is the new thirty, they say. That's that is what they say. That is what they say. Uh, but no, man. Like so, like I, you know. I'm, you know, launched this podcast, you know, just to, you know, chat with, you know, chat with people that, you know, have had just an impact in, in my life and, you know, you know, and hopefully they, you know, you know, people like, you know, like you, you know, you've had such a, such an impact on, on my life, Will, I mean, from, you know, from just all the, the runs that we have done together, you were the one that introduced me to, to trade, you know, to, to, like serious trail running, um, not just like, you know, hiking and, you know, playing in the, in the mountains, but, you know, kind of showing, you know, through, you know, focus and dedication and, you know, systems that, yeah, a, a blind, a totally blind guy can, you know, move fairly quickly over single track trail. Um, and, you know, that just, you know, racing Ironman Arizona together, you know, and then just having, all the conversations that, you know, over, you know, over adult beverages, you know, and all that, like that, that we've had. And, and I, I'm just, I'm so pumped that, um, you know, everyone is getting to hear your story. Um, and I, I, I hope that someone out there, um, you know, you know, you impact so many people through, you know, through, through your churches and, you know, through your, through your ministry. Um, and then I, I, you know, just doing stuff like this, I, I hope that someone hears, uh, your story and, and takes a, a little kernel of, uh, of wisdom from it and, uh, gets a little bit, a little bit of inspiration and, and realizes that, you know, they're, they're a lot stronger than, than they think as, as well. So, um, so thanks, you know, just a million times. Thank you for what you've, you've done for me, what, uh, what you've done for the, the trail running and endurance community in general. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for, uh, for you to get, you know, back up and, uh, and running. And, um, uh, I can't, I can't wait till we start, uh, we start running together again and, and, uh, running up and down some, some big, uh, some big mountains and, uh, tackling, uh, run rabbit in, uh, 2025. So I'm, uh, I'm stoked, man. No, uh, me too. Thank you so much for having me on Kyle. And, you know, I, it, I think I can, I speak on behalf of all your guides, you know, it's, it, it's, it, it's fun for us too. Um, you know, the, it's not like we're guiding someone to like a back of the pack finish or anything like that. This is, yeah. well, run rabbit run. We might have to settle for a back of the pack finish, but yeah. We'll be up. We'll be okay it, with it, that. It's, you know, we'll like. Be okay with that for starters. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it, it's a chance, you know, People are happy when they give, yeah. and and so guiding is a way of giving, yeah. and, and and it's it's always going to be more fun uh, when you're giving um, than when it's just when, when you're making yourself the the, the focus of it, uh, and that's you know I'm 
before we sign off, that's always the big pitfall with individual sports is that, yep. you know, like you get so used to, to, to thinking, okay, how am I going to do this work? How, how am I going to do this race? Um, it's, you know, it, it, it's just, it's just great. Um, uh, it's great to be able to, to, to get out of that mode. It's, it's, it's healthy. So, yeah, yeah, totally. Well, you guys, seriously, you gotta, you know, you know, I'm, I'm sure Will is even posting his, uh, his rehab workouts on Strava. So not uh, yet. Follow, I will not be. yet. No. <laughs> so, so, follow, so, let, you know, hop on Strava, give, uh, give, give Will a follow, uh, Rev, the Reverend run Will Fisher, uh, on Strava. Um, you know, go check him out. I, I think you're on like Instagram or, or something like that, but you, you yep. know, Rev run Will Fisher. And then on Strava, I'm in quotations, Reverend run Will Fisher. Yep. So Reverend go. Run. Rotations. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so get, so give Will a follow on, uh, on Strava, Instagram. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that, that's, that's, if, if any of the listeners out there are not familiar with the sport of rowing, um, <laughs> go, go watch, watch my alma mater Brown, yep. uh, either men's or women's rowing. You know, there, there's, there's old races on YouTube, uh, Eastern sprints, IRAs. Those, those are all fun races to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's entertaining for sure. <laughs> awesome stuff, man. Well, thanks again, Will. Um, you guys, we're, we're going to go ahead and sign off uh, of another episode of kicking it with the K train. Um, and, you know, as you guys can probably tell, Will has definitely helped me keep an eye on my vision. And I, I think, uh, I think uh, hearing his stories will help uh, all of you keep an eye on your vision. So, until next time, so long, y'all. God bless. Thanks so much, Will, for coming on the show. Um, man, I, uh, we didn't even get into... Um, how and why he gave me the name uh, K-Train, but I guess we'll just have to have him on another time to, uh, to talk about that. But anyhow, um, it's always great catching up with Will. Um, but if you guys uh, out there are interested in learning a little bit more uh, about me, you know, maybe following my journey, uh, please pop over to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the social media channels and uh, give me a follow um, I'm on Instagram at Iron Kyle. That's E Y E R O N K Y L E. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Kyle Kuhn Speaks and on Twitter at Kyle underscore Kuhn. Um, definitely please also check out my website, kylekuhn.com. And while you're there, uh, please pick up a copy of my book, Discovering a Life Without Limits How Cancer Took My Sight, Blindness Gave Me Vision, and The Mountains Let Me Live. Um, you know, it, you know, that book is also available, um, on Amazon, Kindle and Audible. Um, and if you like the show, uh, please, you know, leave us a review, you know, rate us all that. Um, and, and just never hesitate to reach out, you know, via social media, uh, via the contact form on my website. Um, love hearing from you guys. Um, so thank you all so much for your support. And as always, 
keep an eye on your vision.